Hey guys, welcome to my weekly series called Real Talk on Your Best Life. On these minisodes, Luca and I lift the curtain and talk about what's on our minds day to day, just trying to live our best life. Welcome back to another episode of Your Best Life with Anna and Luca. Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. We have another Real Talk mini-sode for you guys. And this is kind of like, um, I guess you can call it an update or it's the reality update of what we thought was going to happen when we had a baby. So we recorded, uh, what, a, a good two months ago or so what our expectations and our intentions were for when we had the baby. Do you think we were a bit delusional, Luca? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's just say that mm -hmm. things uh, have not been going according to the plan at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say it was never a plan. It was just like, this is what we envision how it might be. Right. Mm -hmm. We have mm -hmm. no idea, but like, right. this would be cool if it was like this. And I think that the main thing that we said was that I'm a night owl, so I would stay up later and I would feed her. And then you are an early riser, so you would wake up early and take care of her and let me sleep. And we would kind of alternate that way. Have we have we done that at all? So, by the way, <laughs> today Aurora is four weeks old. Mm -hmm. And in these four weeks, we haven't done that at all. Not right? once. Not well, once. but there's a reason why. There's a there's very a specific reason, reason. Definitely a big reason why, because we had a C-section. Yes. And that completely, completely changed everything. You guys, all of our postpartum, like newborn plans completely got thrown out of the window because of having the C-section. And we didn't expect me to literally not be able to walk without pain for two weeks. Right. And that it literally changed everything because it went from thinking that like I'd be able to handle some stuff early on to Luca literally taking care of Aurora 100% and taking care of me 100%. And not to mention like that's actually completely aside from the fact that we didn't realize that the recommendation, of course, you guys like, what anyone decides to do, like there's no wrong way to feed your baby, you know, fed is best. But what we were told the recommendation and what we wanted to do was to exclusively breastfeed for the first four weeks at least um, and not do any bottles or yeah, you know, just pretty much just put her on the boob for four weeks <laughs> nonstop. And I didn't realize that like, okay, Luca can't take that part over <laughs> in the mornings. <laughs> so... Um, you know, and then aside from that, I needed a lot of help with every single feeding early on. And I still really do because of my incision, because I couldn't hold her. I was very limited on what positions I could hold her to feed her in. And I needed Luca's help literally every single second of every single feed. So it definitely changed our plans from what we thought. Yeah, I remember we got, uh, you got discharged from the hospital after three days mm -hmm. and, and we were like, mm, you can walk. How are we going to do this? Like, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be tough when we get home and we ever, because the, the, the nurses at the, at the hospital were incredible. They were, oh, they were so, so much great. and uh, everyone was super, super nice. 
And I remember we even said, should we stay not an extra day at the hospital? You guys, I did not want to leave the hospital. It was so, it was, it really, really was great. And I felt very like secure there with like yeah. the nurses and everyone helping us, of course. Yeah. You guys, getting discharged from the hospital with a newborn as a first time parent is a scary moment. Totally, because here's the baby, it's yours forever. Good luck. Well, like, you know, it's, and you, know, you have no help. Like, and yeah. we didn't have friends and family here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have no help for a few reasons. You know, we moved away. Mm -hmm. uh, we moved into another state plus COVID because in theory, right. family, both my family and your family was supposed to come and help. Right. But that couldn't right. happen, you know. So we were on, a, on our own with you, you know, after, after the C-section, definitely there was, uh, yeah, it, it was mm -hmm. tough. It was really tough. I would say, it was very tough the first week. What mm -hmm. do you think? I like agree. The first week well, was the, very, no. very tough. The first week was just unbearable. Like yeah. it was, I, I was completely in a twilight zone of pain and just like feeding, you know, like nonstop. Because she was cluster feeding. And she was you don't cluster, know what feeding. cluster Oh my yeah. gosh, that's right. If you don't know what cluster feeding is, it is when, so typically they would feed like every two to three hours. But cluster feeding is when they're feeding every like, hour like on the dot and so you literally don't have a break you don't get a rest from feeding and even from you know you don't get Slimming. any sleep like because they're up. sleep deprived you guys i remember that first night that we had her home we kind of were panicking we were like how if this is how it's going to be all the time we didn't realize that cluster feeding really only lasts for like a few days at the most at the three week mark they go through another cluster feeding you know kind of spurt um so yeah we kind of were panicking of like how are we going to manage this because we thought it was how it was going to be all the time thankfully the cluster feeding ended for a bit and then we were like okay like we actually feel like I think that it's probably that once you only get 45 minute, like, you know, stretches of sleep, and then you go from that to getting two hour stretches, you're like, this is okay, yes. which is crazy, which <laughs> yeah, is totally. so crazy. Totally. But I will say that I've been really surprised at how rested I feel after waking up every two to three hours through the night and just doing that like three times and then waking up afterwards for the day, like I'm kind of shocked at how okay I feel. And maybe it's the hormones, maybe that's like the new parent adrenaline, but it actually has been, I would say sleep has been one of the least like biggest problems, if that makes sense. Would you agree? I would say so. Would you say that breastfeeding has been harder? Um, Breastfeeding has absolutely been the biggest struggle. Like Oh man, this could be a whole nother episode. So I'll just touch on it lightly, but you, you would think that something that is so natural and like, I don't know that it would just be so easy and, and I guess come naturally. And it doesn't like, there are so many different aspects to it and things that need to go perfectly for it to work. And that wasn't the case for us in the beginning. Thankfully things have gotten a lot better, but, um, yeah, breastfeeding absolutely has been the biggest struggle that and her sleeping. 100%. I think, so we got our first reality check um, the night that we got discharged from the hospital. <laughs> that was the first mm -hmm. one. Then it got a little bit better. And then I think we got our second reality check the second week because it's the week that we started going back to work. Right. Yes. Yeah, and 100%. that was a, another level because she was doing a little bit better during the night, but she wasn't sleeping during the during day. During the day. So mm -hmm. we couldn't get anything done really at work. So 
but you know now thankfully it's, we are you know entering the fourth week things are getting definitely much smoother like than before yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's smooth sailing but no, i no, think it's that not. it's all about <laughs> perspective means, no. You know, when when she's only sleeping for like 30 minutes and then she goes to sleeping for an hour, you're like, okay, I can manage this. Hey, last night she had a record stretch of four hours straight. Yes. I think she did it one other time before, but it definitely was like a rare case. It never happened again. So it did. It finally happened again. She got a four hour stretch and... Other than that, there were three-hour stretches. So I feel like we're definitely making progress. From what I've learned so far, I will say this, is that the second that you think that things are getting normal and you have a hold and a hang on it, you're wrong. (laughs) Something is going to throw you for a loop. Something is going to change. Or she goes through a growth spurt or starts cluster feeding again. So I'm not wanting to get too comfortable and expect those four hour stretches or whatever else to, you know, become too consistent, but that's okay. You know, it's all in the newborn experience. So Luca, but how about for you? Was there anything like aside from like having a newborn and aside from like me giving birth and having a baby, like what has been different for for you as an individual and for you as a new dad that you didn't expect? I didn't expect, uh, I mean, obviously the first week where you really couldn't walk or do anything on your own, there mm-hmm. was something that I wasn't expecting because I knew I was going to, w- I wasn't going to sleep for the rest of my life. I was expecting <laughs> it. I, I knew, like, you know, I was like, okay, I, I know that that's what it's going to be. I'm happy to do so. That's fine. But yeah, the first week where, you know, I had to double down on taking care of the baby and taking care of you, there was a lot, obviously, I, I love doing that. Obviously, you know, it, it, it's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you were amazing. I, uh, that was really, really tough. Then I have to say, I even when she sleeps, and I wasn't expecting this, <gasps> even when she sleeps, sometimes I cannot sleep because I have to check on her. You guys, I can have I to say, check if she's breathing. Hold and, on. Like, and I can't hold on. Luca? Luca? Like there's a, there's a, such a thing as postpartum anxiety and where like, like, you know, Luke is saying that you feel like you need to check on the baby all the time. You're worried about them breathing or not. I don't have that. Luca does. I do. I do. hundred percent. I do. I'm always telling Luca, like Luca, she's okay. Like go (laughs) to sleep. Like she's fine. And there's this thing called an outlet sock where it's kind of like a heart rate or breathing monitor something like that. Um, we've been a little on the fence about it because it's it's actually not recommended by the AAP from from what I've read. Um, so we weren't sure about getting it, but like I really said, I've said to Luca several times, like, hey, if this is gonna help give you peace of mind to be able to sleep because you'll know that she's breathing, you'll get an alert if something happens, then we need to buy this because you need to sleep. <laughs> you know, you need yeah. to be able to relax and know that she's okay. So yeah, I think that that actually is something that surprised me as well because I've always said like I don't know how I'm going to be postpartum because hormones are such a real thing and such a huge driver and you don't know what that experience is going to be like until you're in it. So I'm surprised how I guess little I've had anxiety about that stuff. There have been some moments though. Like there have been some moments that you've woken up and I've been just <laughs> looking at her and having my hand on her chest and you're like, is she okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just checking. <laughs> um, so there's definitely been a few moments here and there. It's not like I don't care, <laughs> like you know, at, at all. It's just that 
you know, I, you have a little bit more anxiety about it. Um, but yeah, I will say just on the note about, you know, it being different for you and your experience postpartum because of having to help me, that obviously was another thing that I wasn't expecting. And you guys like, maybe this is TMI, but I could not even go to the bathroom without Luca. I couldn't, I couldn't sit without him completely supporting 90% of my body because of the pain from the incision. Like I couldn't, I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand, I couldn't do anything without 100% of Luca's support. So that was really tough. And I, I think that I, I said several times, like, I don't know what I would do without you. Like, I don't know how anyone could do this without, you know, a partner who is as supportive as you are. Um, Cause yeah, it's, it was pretty intense and painful. So um, yeah. So I, I think those are the main things that we didn't expect and we're still discovering <laughs> new things that are going differently than originally expected. But, you know, it's still been a beautiful journey, um, just a little bit exhausted while we go through it, but it, it is all worth it. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If there were any things that you felt like you kind of went through a similar reality check as you embarked on your kind of newborn twilight zone time period um let us know on facebook in the your best life group or on instagram and we will talk to you guys next time bye Bye.